Welcome to Underqualified Thoughts, where two brothers-in-law have conversations stemming from their daily life. Expect nothing, everything, and anything. Without further ado, welcome to the Underqualified Thoughts podcast. I am your host, Andy Sullivan. Yeah, I took the reins. Wow, he really did. He took that rein. But you are also their host, Caleb Youngblood. That's right. (laughs) So, starting off with flying colors, Caleb and I, after finishing podcast episode two, you know, the one that you actually are going to hear, not the, you know, we talked about it. It, If you know, you know. Um, We had lunch with our wives and Kendall, who is one of their friends from childhood. And now we are back to doing a podcast episode and Caleb is trying to leave by 2 p.m. It's currently 1.31. So we'll see if I can get him to stay longer or we'll see if we have a short episode today. So we were going back and forth on the ideas. Is that correct? We that's a, yeah, The reason why we're here correct, yeah. and have a little time to do this is because we couldn't figure out what we wanted the third episode to be. We have some thoughts rolling around of maybe we'll talk about, we'll take turns talking about our backstory of our lives and talk about our careers or something because we mentioned that we're both trying to switch our careers. But Caleb decided a good idea was to pretend like we're on a first date. Okay, I, I did not say that. I said, look up first. Don't say that. I said, I said, look up first date questions because these are the... I can't believe you said that. I, I mean, it's a bit reductive and it's hilarious. I cannot believe you said that. Of course I would say it. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I did not say that. I said, let's look up the questions for a first date because those are good questions for us to ask. I think it's fair to say that oh. you suggested we do 20 questions, and then when we were looking for 20 questions, you said look up the first date 20 questions. I might bleep all that out. No, you can't. That stays in. I'm your host. <laughs> so, with no further ado, is that a phrase? Am I saying that right? What? With no further ado. It doesn't sound right. I feel like I'm saying it. No, that's right. right. Okay. I, I could be wrong. Let us yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Let us know in the comments below. Just kidding. Yeah. I don't think what there comments? are comments. Yeah, what, <laughs> what comments? Um, just text us. Yeah. Um, we have these questions there. We're going to, this list of, it's like less than 50. Um, I think we can get through all of them because some of them are ridiculously easy and they're not going to evoke any additional thought. But I think there'll be some where we'll feel hot and bothered about it or we'll feel particular about why we feel a certain way. And so we'll spend more time talking about it. And this circles back to um, the first episode where we talked about we're going to offend people because some of these are yeah, either or true. questions, and you know we're gonna we're gonna have some hot takes potentially. So uh, it looks like I'm in charge of this episode, so I'm going to be reading these questions off, and then we'll be going back and forth on our answers. Are you ready? I love that. That's great. You're actually ready for this. I'm ready. You're, you're ready to be in the in the, the little sidecar. Of my motorcycle? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first one is, what's your favorite drink? I'll let you answer first. Water. That's hilarious. That's mine. Really? Are you? But that's the thing. I, I, I've noticed this, or it's been brought up a lot with my wife, Caitlin. She refers to herself as a Bev gal, loves beverages, like whether it was like, you know, it's whether it's alcohol or soda or like coffee or anything, like she wants to drink something other than water. Like she drinks water, but she wants. Well, I just think for a meal, like she wants to have like a beverage with it. Oh no, it has to be water, and then 
after the water you can get something else well i'm i'm so like the only things i drink which that's like obviously it's not the only things i drink at all time but the two things i drink are water and milk every now and again i'll have like a like you know a, a gatorade or a body armor or energy drink you know every now and again i'll have like you know a mixed drink or a cocktail or something but pretty standard like water like it's my favorite drink because it's like the number one thing yeah, you just need it i mean you need water they look at us just being simple wow. things going based off the wow. needs um but yeah so not but you're i'm like i brought up that thing with caitlin about her being a bev girl because i'm not a bev person but you are a bev person that you like coffee yeah yeah i love i love drinks but my favorite drink is water this is i mean coffee i love it um I drink a lot of things, but yeah, water is. I mean, I need water. I need water right now. <laughs> I got some. Where's yours? Yeah, you have. You haven't shown up to a single podcast episode <laughs> with water. No, I haven't. Come on, they can hear it in the. I know the raspy voice yeah. coming soon. Okay, next question. When are you most productive? Oh, it's like five a.m., six a.m. Nah, mine's like by myself. That we're the exact opposite. Like eleven p.m. I'm a night owl. Wow. My sleep schedule in college was two a.m. to ten a.m. Because I got my work done once people went to bed or later in the evening. Well, it works. <laughs> Dude, yeah, morning people, I don't understand it. Obviously, it's just built different. Or I get there's benefit of getting up early and like getting your day done, but it's not what's easiest for me. Who is your inspiration and why? It's pretty good. It's a good philosophical hmm. question for you. Yeah, who's your inspiration and why? So, I mean, there's always like Christian inspirations, but yeah. like, like outside of you're gonna drop Jesus Jukum. No, so. I don't want to do that right now. Um, I think if I was to pick someone from like modern culture that's currently alive, that's in my my inspiration, so to say, um, because I love like production, um, like design um video photography and partly why we're trying to make this a little bit more put together is um i just highly value marquez brownlee and everything he does within production super super good um why i mean i just said it i mean like he he had like such a like huge value on creating high quality content and um anyway it's inspirational are you a big YouTube guy or just a Marquez Brownlee guy? Um, I'll follow some people on YouTube, um, but it's mostly like the creatives and like maybe one or two sports things. I like it. What about I'm, you? A, I'm a big YouTube guy. Ooh. But as far as who is your inspiration and why, I'm not going to lie. Like I'm having a hard time thinking about this. I don't read much. I don't like I like I don't. There are a few times I can remember like reading a book, which is like one of those like quintessential books of like, wow, this was thought provoking. Like, but I'm not so much of like a think like someone says something, I'm inspired by them and I'm driven to action. It's more so like something that I've read. Hmm. Like one of the few books that I've read in my adulthood uh, was Every Good Endeavor by Tim Keller that has been inspirational for me to like look at my work like the vocational ministry like that my work and being competent at my work is um like something that is of value and i should give my all for because of my faith 
And a, another book where that came in is Malcolm Gladwell. I read The Tipping Point. And he talks about something there called fundamental attribution error. And just briefly, that's like when someone's late for work and you assume that they're a lazy person is the fundamental attribution error. You're fundamentally attributing to them like laziness or these characteristic traits, like who they are based off their actions, rather than considering it could be their life circumstances or things that they're going through that is causing them to you know, be late or not be punctual or, you know, any, any quality you might not like about a person. So that was like, that has inspired me to look at the world differently, like give more grace and understand that like, you know, if someone does something that I don't like, that's probably not who they are as a person. It's a roundabout way to answer that question. You gave a much more thought provoking answer for sure. I mean, you did too. Pretty deep. Well, mine mine is just like creation world. Mine had to go. I I think mine had to go deeper because I genuinely can't think of a person who's inspired oh, me. I'm you. more so inspired by the concepts, the things, yeah, yeah. the concepts, the ideas. Huh, that's fine. People create the ideas, so yeah. So real quick, speaking of ideas, I Caleb, I'm I'm editing this real quick. I decided to send us to commercial now. So everyone, hang on. Three, two, one. Old and smooth. These are the words used best to describe Pam Harrison's coffee. Go get your back today by contacting one of these podcasters. You will regret it. I promise you. Now, let's get back to the podcast. So, what's something new happening in your life right now? I'm pretty sure we have the same answer. Well, two words for me, transitioning teacher. That's true. Um, I am currently without a job looking for a job. Oh, and we both have pregnant wives we both have pregnant wives um all of that can be yeah that's we can dive into that more later another, coming talk, soon talk about something we're <laughs> underqualified to talk yeah. about our pregnant wives or pregnancy in general um what's your favorite number and why four why i just love four you really don't have a reason correct interesting any any math question you can ask mckamey my wife <laughs> um, if she asks me for an answer or like I'm trying to help her with something I don't need to help her with math but I, I jokingly always go to her classroom because she's a math teacher and say four is the answer I'll even tell her calculus kids that I'll say four is the answer and there's just a bunch of like le- letters and symbols and things <laughs> Greek alphabet I, I just <laughs> lean over them and I stick out four fingers and say four is the answer I do that all the time actually and you can do that all the time because you're also a teacher with her at the same school. Right, 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 right. That's right, right. necessary context. context. Yeah, we both teach at the same school, high school. All right. So you're wild. The, so I have a number that I say a lot, but it's not my favorite number. My favorite number is eight. I love baseball. I grew up and still am a Baltimore Orioles fan. The best Orioles player of all time, Cal Ripken Jr., who holds the record for most consecutive games played at 2,632. That's not my favorite number. My favorite number is eight, which was his number. I wore that number. I grew up playing baseball. That was the number I always wanted. Even mm-hmm. when I like ventured off and played like soccer or played ultimate frisbee in college, like my number was eight. Hmm. The only time it wasn't eight is when the jersey wasn't the right size for me. So I got the number 18. Basically the same thing. But the number that I use as much as you do four, I don't know what movie this is from, but one of my friends in high school would quote at least 30 anytime a question's asked like kind of like what you're saying like mm-hmm. someone's like what's the answer to this question how far do we have to drive right, to the right. you know to get to wherever um, how long is this going to take at least 30 
<laughs> like someone will be like, you know, how high is the plane? Like how high are we when we're flying a plane? Oh, at least 30. Like no unit of measurement. Yeah. Just like, ah, that's at least 30. Well, it makes sense because it applies. Exactly. I mean. And even if it's really small, I'll just be like, yeah, it's 30 millimeters or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's at least 30. Yeah. Um, your favorite flavor of cake is the next question. Chocolate for sure. Uh, I'm not a big cake guy, but I would have to go either go lemon or red velvet. Mm. All right. Yeah, we can we can fly through that one. Um, how do you start your day? Well, say wake up. I dare you. <laughs> I really thought about it. <laughs> I could tell by the look in your eyes that that's what you're playing with. No, I normally start by reading the Bible. Ooh, get him. I will. Um, I don't have a set routine. Really? No. We oh. charge our phones in this room, which is the room, like our guest bedroom, that we don't sleep in. So I suppose, like, the first thing I do in the day is wake up. Yeah. And I'll either, if it's a weekend, I'll just wake up, come over here and grab my phone. Or, like, on a weekday, I'm normally waking up and getting a shower, waking up, getting dressed, waking up. No, my my routine's the same every day. I will say, the first thing is I don't do every day is eat because I've started doing intermittent fasting. Eesh. Yeah. Talk more about that later, maybe. Maybe another time. Um. And okay, so there's two questions here. Worst and best. In which subject were you worst at and were you best at in school? I was worse at like math and best at art. Or honestly, you could just categorize it by like math and science was my worst and the arts, music and art were like my top. That's funny. Mine were, I think I was like, good enough at all of them but if we're just going based off interest and so like you know what i applied myself more in i was best at history and math and worst at like science and english which is funny because normally it's supposed to be like history and english are together and math and science are together but math was just it came really easy to me and my dad was a history major so that was like yeah input like it you know when you're a kid trying to make make a parent proud like History was the easiest way up until, and I was bad at English because I hate reading up until my senior year. We took a, I took a class that was called college composition, no reading. We just wrote papers. Like I destroyed that class. So that was, if we're going for the best class I ever did, it was that. But what about you? What did you say? You said you were bad at math and you were good at the arts. Yeah. It's, it's mostly like, I think both of us were pretty academically sound, I would say. Like, yeah, like we went to, like, like we graduated high school, went to college. Yeah. And I mean, I think both GPA averages were like 3.95 for me in <laughs> high school and college. So it's not, I guess it's not like, Flex on them. well, it's my brother was crazy. Um, it's not like I was like extremely like failing math and like C's and F's and things. It was mostly, yeah, I just didn't care as much for them and. I applied myself more in the arts. I mean, like tons of art classes, tons of music classes. It was great. That's good. That's good, well-rounded. Definitely wasn't great at art. Um, What advice would you give your young self? Mm, Get philosophical. We know you love that. Good grief. Why don't you skip it? Or just keep it brief? This is, that could be like a, like a whole topic there. Yeah, this is, a lot of these could turn into an entire podcast episode. I would just say, uh, if we were to do it quickly, I would just say, stay humble. I mean, every time. Like, number one. I would say, 
But the problem is like, you know, you look back at your younger self and you're like, I would tell him to do everything <laughs> There's differently. There's a whole book for that. But then you're like, <laughs> but I'm here now because of all the things I did. Yeah. And I would probably say I didn't need this. Ad- That's what's hard. The advice I would give myself now is you're not in control. Um, but if I told my younger self that, I'd be like, duh, I know that. Um, it's just like applying it. Applying almost. it. Well, that's like advice I would have wanted to get my younger self so that, you know, when things came up later in life, it'd be easier. But for my younger self, I'd probably just say, you're not always right. Like, I was very much, I still very much see the world in black and white, at, but I'm, thanks to the advice of our father-in-law, Ben, I'm learning that there's more gray in the world than I initially thought. And then something I've struggled with uh, even since I was a kid is like just saying the phrase, like looking at someone and being like, I was wrong. You were right. Yeah. So probably the advice I'd give my younger self would be, you're not always going to be right. Or if you're right, it doesn't matter. Sometimes. Uh, Cats or dogs? Neither. You have to pick one. I mean... This is my worst. Th- this is a fear, honestly. <laughs> what Having scares you is picking I've between cats and dogs? Either. Yeah. All right. Honestly, I, I mean, I guess if I absolutely had to, I'd roll with the cat. Really? Maybe. I don't know. You both think that's have, your Egyptian heritage? A little sphinx I, I coming through? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want a dog around. I don't, I don't want a dog. So you'd rather like the cat that's the like cat the outdoor cat that's out aloof. there. In the, yeah, yeah. The cat will just get mice and things and deal with rodents so if you had to pick cats or dogs you'd pick the utility yeah, yeah, yeah the utility the, i was gonna say utilitarian no yeah, the u- utility of having yeah, an outdoor yeah, cat yeah it does something for me i guess dogs can too but it'd have to be the right dog so then like this is a big deal wolf dog type of thing this is the first time you've ever answered cats or dogs question and now you're putting and now you're making that information public okay next question <laughs> uh, now that i've sufficiently scared you um if you could live anywhere in the world where would that be I'm happy where we're at. I mean, like, I get that you're content. I mean, but you're telling I, me there's no other place in the world. You somewhere can... that's the same temperature all year. I don't care if it's cold all the year or if it's warm all the year. You just want your body to be able to adjust. I want to be in one place. Like, I would love to either be on like a Caribbean island or like, and just immoderately always like 60 degrees and colder type of place. This back and forth thing is bad. It is pretty bad. The North Carolina, and I grew up in Virginia for the most part. It's a pretty bad spot on the coast because while you're right from earlier, the winters don't get like awful. You know, we get snow infrequently. Like where it's cold and it gets cold enough that we could get snow. And then in the summer, it's like over 100 degrees. It's just a wide range. Yeah. And it goes back and forth like within a second. Yeah. And what what's funny is when we get, we finally get back to winter and it's no longer a hundred degrees. Like the first day it was like a high of like, it was like 68 or 72 or something. I was like, what clothes do I wear then? Like it's been so long since it's been Mm -hmm. that temperature. Like I can't remember if I wear shorts or pants at that, at that temperature. Where would you go? Um, I don't know. I've definitely had like long seasons of wanderlust in my life, like classic millennial, Mm -hmm college age just after college granola. Like, i want to see not that granola because i didn't do a lot of it Crunchy. but don't you put that evil on me um but i definitely had the the desires of one of the reasons why i like charlotte is because there's a hub here for planes so like it's easier to travel yeah. um i think we're the, the american hub 
Um, but yeah, it makes it easier to travel. As I mentioned last episode, was born in California. Uh, my mom grew up there. All of her side of the family lives in California or Arizona. So I've definitely... I don't know how to answer the question now, but if I had to look back on my life, where have I wanted to live in the most? It would be somewhere in the western half of the U.S., whether it be Denver or Salt Lake City or Seattle or Portland or somewhere in California or even Arizona. Just all up and down there. I only have positive memories of it because of the extended family that lives out there. Let's see. Do you want to keep doing these philosophical questions or do you want to skip past some of them and just do the simpler ones? Well, let's go simple for a little bit and then hit like one more thought-provoking one. Uh, what's your current hobby? Uh, pickleball <laughs> and golf and a lot of other things. Do you have a, you are, <laughs> I think when you called yourself a man of the people, that was accurate, but I think what would have been more accurate is the man of hobbies. Yeah, the man of hobbies. <laughs> the man yeah, of many hobbies. Um, mine technically this podcast is yeah. one of them right now. Yeah, add to the um, list. But the one that I've been doing the most frequently the last year has been rock climbing. Mm-hmm. Which I, is, I think it'd be really cool if we had like a podcast episode where we're just like rock climbing and talking. Just you think people want to hear us just being s- severely out of breath, and then yeah, like I, I think it'd be possible. Then try and understand what that grunting is and what it sounds like when we fall off the wall and hit the pads. It'd be interesting. Yeah, we'd definitely have to get like, I feel like that would have to be filmed. Like the audio yeah. of that would be yeah. awful. You'd have to know kind of what, what we're doing. Yeah. Um, sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Sunset. Yeah, I think. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. If, I mean, what are we most productive? Stupid question. Sunrise or sunset? They both answer the same question. <laughs> yep. Um, chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Vanilla. I don't, I think I'm similar to you with cats and dogs in that like I wouldn't. Yeah. Really pick either because they're neither of them are the top two for me, but I really don't like chocolate. Hmm. Like most anything that has a bitter flavor, I'm out. Coffee, mustard, chocolate, yeah. beer. No, thank you. What's your favorite food? Uh, probably tacos. Would you just say Mexican as a whole or just tacos? Um, well, you know what? I'd say Mexican. If it, you were trying to, but I mean, like, no, 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 like tra- Tex-Mex, tradi- you, no, 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 you Texan boy, go straight up traditional Mexican. Like, you said Tex Mex in like North Carolina, and it means something <laughs> different. Like, I mean, like proper, true Tex Mex or like straight up Mexican food. It's so much better. What about you? I was talking about this with Caitlin recently, just kind of like wrapping my head around the food that we cook most at home. And my top three would be like Mexican food. Mediterranean food and Asian food. And if I had to pick my favorite, it'd probably be Asian. Like I really enjoy like fried rice. Like I just had pho for lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, like Asian curry or Thai curry. Thai food is delicious. I So I'd have to be, I don't know what I would narrow it down to, but it'd be something in the Asian food category. All right, so since I'm in charge of this episode, am I supposed to try and figure out how to wrap this up? Figure it out. No, yeah, you know me. It's a hard one. Thank you for listening to another Underqualified Thoughts podcast. We hope that you learn more about us today, as we have certainly learned a lot about each other. If you have made it this far, we would love to hear from you. Call or text at 903-245-5505. That's 903 
245-5505. Thanks again. We'll catch you next week.